0: Hello Nerds Nation, welcome to the FN Nerds Podcast with the most dynamic duo in all of podcasting. I'm Nick Danizio, and staying across me is my dude, Martin Moreno. What is up? How we doing? Good, good. <laughs> this is episode 27 as we bring you some of the latest and greatest news that has dropped over these past few weeks. But before we get started, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. And if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else, please check back each week because we try to upload new content for you guys to listen to. So, I guess we'll kind of start things off with a bit of a state of the nation, as we'll call it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're kind of like, you know... State of the nerds nation. State of the nerds nation. Uh, We're kind of like winding the year down a bit. And, you know, this is probably going to be our last like official like news episode Mm -hmm. since, you know... Like I said, things are winding down. Uh, we did get possibly the biggest news story of the year to drop, right? So we're going to talk about that today. But oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but we're kind of we're going to kind of finish it off with you know we're going to do some movie reviews, we're going to do some discussions. Yeah, we're still going to put videos out, but in terms of like news, yeah. we're, this to be like the last one for the year, definitely. And, then, uh, and I think we're also gonna we're gonna kind of build in like a little bit of a break for ourselves at the beginning of January yeah kind of
1: uh kind of going to preparing for phase three yeah so when you think about it like when we first launched back in like early march to like august that was like phase one mm-hmm. august to like now was like phase two and now we're going to go into phase three and we gotta work out some of the kinks for phase three but there's a lot of stuff that we want to do um yeah kind of get like the creative juices flowing get a little the bit The creative juice flowing yeah uh, i'm very like add like i always want to like do new stuff and and like always be creative and always have fun so, uh, so, Nick and I have been talking. We have some cool stuff planned, yeah. and um, yeah, I'm excited.
0: I'm excited too. I'm excited because that's the thing. Like, we're, we're we're like we're still really new to this, uh-huh. so we're still trying. Like, as we're going along, we still try to like figure things out. You know, what's the best way to put content out? What's the best things to talk about? And, you know, if something starts to get, like, a little boring for us or, you know, maybe it seems like it's not working, it's like, all right, let's, you know, take a step back, look at it, and see what we can do new. Uh-huh. How we can uh, keep, the, uh, keep the relationship hot and heavy. You know? Exactly. What, what exactly. can we spice yeah. up in the bedroom, yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> what, what are you into, baby? You huh? do a little bit of role-playing, maybe? Ooh, I'm down. I'm
1: down. <laughs> what was the line from Brigadier uh, Marshall? Marshal? Like, why would God put a playground next to a sewer? <laughs> like, <laughs> Let me just say that if God was a city planner, he would not put a playground next to a sewage system. But uh, but we're, we are, like I said we are going to do some new things. But we're also we're also going to keep it somewhat similar to the people who love our current format. Absolutely, because we do have some of those loyal fans who we absolutely love, yep. and we thank you for all the support. Um speaking of which, like like we said, the year's wrapping up, so we've gotten a lot of um, like the Spotify 2020 wrap ups, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and uh, uh, just kind of seeing some people pop up there. Um, everyone who's been part of us, part of us, uh, <laughs> who've been inside us. <laughs> who's been part of this journey with us um just kind of sharing our stuff listening um commenting liking interacting everything has just been so uh we are very grateful we are very very grateful we definitely appreciate it and uh being part of this community has probably been the best part
0: yeah, yeah it's been a lot of fun to talk yeah. with different types of people like and even even like lately like i've been catching up on a lot of different like podcasts that I've been meaning to listen to and just hearing like just all the stuff that people put out man I mean we say it all the time but there's so many fucking talented people out there yeah
1: that's the best part like discovering um discovering like these creative people yeah. um seeing what seeing what they do and um and just like making some good friends along the way yeah don't
0: pay, don't pay them my mind Ricky thanks Cal. shake and bake you'll be my best friend for ever
1: so um yeah good job everyone keep it up and uh Looking forward to to the future.
0: Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll uh, we'll jump right in, and we're going to talk about a few topics that we uh, that we want to talk about. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. but
1: I guess before we jump into that, um, yes. for phase three, we got to fire this fucking production crew. Do we? Uh, I'm, I'm done. Bob, You're done? Uh, you noticed my beer is half empty because Bob <laughs> fucked up with the cameras. We just had to literally reset t- like a 20 minute bit that we did.
0: So. Um, Bro, I don't want to go through the hiring process again, though, man. I read all the fucking applications and then sit people down, and it's like... He's looking at me. He's like, he's like shaking his head, but... You can't fire him. It's Christmas. You can't fire someone at Christmas time. You're fucked, Bob. <laughs> Sick. I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> Come at me, bro. All right, so let's uh, let's get into this here. So we're gonna start off with the Hawkeye TV series, which has begun filming, and we uh, we got some set photos, mm-hmm. and we saw both Jeremy Renner and Haley Steinfeld. Is it is is it Steinfeld, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay. Well, what else would it be? I don't know. Steinfeld. Ste. I don't know, bro. Steinfeld. I, I butcher names, so I just want like the reassurance. I'm pretty, that pretty sure Steinfeld. Yeah, right. Steinfeld. Okay. Yeah, yeah, All right, cool, cool. So yeah, so we got Jeremy Renner, <laughs> Jeremy Renner, and Haley Steinfeld kind of running around like the subway systems of New York, which was mm-hmm. really kind of cool to see. And apparently, um, like I don't know much about Kate Bishop, but they've had like this uh, this like golden retriever kind of palling around with them. Oh yeah. Which like is really cool to see. Yeah, I mean I love dogs. <laughs> yeah. The more dogs, the better. The
1: more just yes. like animals, the better. But yes, I'm with you too. Um, I'm not crazy. Well, I'm not sure. I shouldn't say I'm not crazy, but I'm not big on like Marvel Comics aside yeah. from like a handful of properties. So yeah, I'm not too familiar with K Bishop either. I don't really um know her whole backstory or her relationship in regards to, um, Clint or Hawkeye or how she came about. So I'm, I don't, I also don't really have like a big interest in going and finding out. So this is kind of going to be my, like, uh, like intro, my intro to her. Yeah. yeah which is always fun. Kind of, a uh, come in, uh, come in pure and experience it for the first time. For, you for know? The first I'm sensitive. Time. <laughs> Just be gentle with me. It all makes sense. You're
0: a virgin. I am. Shut up.
1: So, uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to, to seeing that. Um, she looks great. Yeah. Yeah. We always do well, not always, but like we do our smoke show of the week every now and then. Yes, and then uh, we are going to get into a bunch of other babes. But as of now, she's up to, an, she's off to an early lead.
0: Yeah, she's got, uh, she's, she's the front runner right yeah,
1: now. Yeah, uh, I fucking love Haley Seinfeld. Yeah. She's a babe. Uh, she's a great actor, and I say it actor, not actress,
0: because the word actress is
1: nonsensical. So, um, so yeah, I'm really excited for it because when you think about Marvel, they've kind of been on on the low kind of all year. They've right, kind of been quiet. And just recently, in the past, like maybe month and a half to two months, they've just been like dropping bombs, right? Bombs. <laughs>
0: and they've been, well, they've also been wrapping up like their
1: productions too, right? Like exactly. a lot of stuff that stopped for COVID and like starting up, you know. So we got like right. we got like castings between like uh between like Moon Knight, Oscar Isaac, who we're gonna get into, like oh, Moon yeah. Knight, uh, Miss Marvel. Now this, so so there's like a lot of announcements, a lot of um productions are starting up. So so I'm excited for for like uh these these like. Pro- these uh, Marvel properties, and DC+ these shows yeah. have me way more excited than like the movies.
0: Well, that's, that's what I was saying too. I was like, I was like this, like this Hawkeye series, and just seeing like what they're potentially doing like with the character mm-hmm. and how it's going to affect like the stories going forward. Like, I'm, I'm like way more excited for a lot of these MCU shows than I am the actual movies. Now, obviously, I might change. Like, I might like the Shang Chi trailer might drop, and I might be like, oh my god, I'm so fucking Bro, excited the for this. Second that Eternals trailer drop, we're gonna be going exactly. I don't care about the Marketing shows anymore. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like for now, like it's just it's really cool to see like what they're. Doing and you know, one of the things that somebody pointed out was that in these set photos, Jeremy Renner's wearing a hearing aid, right? Which, and I did like a little bit of research because I know absolutely nothing about like Hawkeye in the comics. Apparently, that's like a thing where in different arcs, like he loses his hearing. Mm-hmm. So, if you can kind of like see where this is going, it looks like he's you know, pro- probably from Avengers Endgame. And having a fucking building dropped on him, mean, right? Um, you know, a
1: couple pounds of, synder- of like just a little bit could
0: crush, could fuck up your ear. I guess yeah. starting to lose your hearing is like the least of your troubles if a building falls on you, you know right? I mean? Exactly, <laughs> exactly.
1: No, but I'm with you too. Like I said, I'm not too familiar with Clint Barton. I'm not too familiar with like these like, these sort of like side stories that he has. Um, so I don't really know the whole notion behind the hearing, but uh but yeah so we got other nerds for that's right what there's other people out there so uh, so excited how that comes into play, excited to see their the their dynamic between the two mm-hmm. um and yeah, like we said, Disney plus is um they kind of stalled a little bit in the year, so like they came out like swinging big dick heavy with mando it was open. End of goal. Yeah, we still have to finish. <laughs> I know, but uh, but yeah, then it kind of like lagged a little bit, and it's not—it wasn't their fault, it was unfortunately. Like I'll the, say, yeah, COVID yeah. hit because
0: I think we were we were originally supposed to get like Falcon Winter Soldier and like and like in like, in, like in like summer earlier this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like
1: if everything went according to plan, then we would have gotten those two shows by now. But it's obviously, all part
0: of the plan, right? Obviously,
1: you know, shit happened. Um, but ne- yeah, we're now starting to kind of like kick it up into high gear. We're going to be getting Wandavision uh, in like less than a month. Yep. No, like about a month. Yeah, we about a month, but until that month comes, we still have Mando mm-hmm. to hold us up. Right. By the time WandaVision's like over, we assume that we're going to get Falcon and Winter Soldier at some f- point. Like shortly after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So um. So yeah. So they the guys the guys like um engage for the next couple like months so to speak, mm-hmm. and with the big news that dropped, there's also potential that we're going to be getting some movies possibly. Under. Possibly. Possibly. So, um, we will get into that, but uh, but yeah, good to see Marvel doing. their – good to see Marvel um kicking up production again on certain projects and excited to see um excited to see more content.
0: Yeah definitely. And then going back to this this Hawkeye show real quick, uh they also like announced like the full casting. Um so you got Vera Farmiga in there who I think looks like she's playing Kate Bishop's mother. Who is amazing. Awesome. She's like the best. Yeah Vera Farmiga's a fucking stud. There's no doubt in my mind that that woman
1: will win an Oscar at some point For sure. in her career. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you got Tony Dalton in there, which if you don't know who Tony Dalton is, he plays Lalo Salamanca on Better Call Saul. And he is one of the best characters on the show. Obviously, you guys know that I've ranted that Rhea Seahorn does not get the love and respect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, other than her, I would say Tony Dalton's my favorite character on that show because he's just like he like you like you watch him he plays that character so fucking well like he's like the charismatic villain mm-hmm. and he's so good at those it there's always the best those are always the yeah. best you know it's, it's like it's like you you don't want to root for him because you know how much of a despicable person he is but you just love him the one who smiles while he cuts your throat exactly yeah. exactly so it's cool to see him in there i don't know who he's playing yet but it'll be it'll be fun to find out and then the big one was florence Pugh, who's reprising her role as obviously black Widow's sister. We should have gotten black widow already obviously we didn't mm-hmm. so obviously we'll see how she ties into this but it makes sense that she is on this show seeing the relationship that natasha had with clint so it's it's cool that they're bringing her in as well
1: yeah and now we got the smoke show of the week uh oh we got, a contender, we got now. a contender now
0: this is what i'm talking about a fucking showdown she's just kind Pizza. <laughs> me too
1: absolute babe and she had an amazing year last year she kind of blew up exploded on the scene and and, uh, and yeah she's absolutely great and I'm with you. Um, I'm excited to see there's sort of a dynamic and a sort of chemistry between the two because we don't know, but we kind of assume that they have a familiarity, some sort of familiarity with each other, right. given the given the strong relationship that Clint and Natasha have. So I'm excited to see their their chemistry. I'm excited to see their their dynamic. Yeah, like maybe there's some kind of like. Um, Kind of like a like a sibling rivalry, yeah, yeah, yeah. type of situation. Right. almost like and, they they have like a competitive streak with one right, another. Right, exactly. It's like uh, it's like yeah, I know these like we're kind of like the next in line. Right. Obviously, Natasha's sister, not so much, but like, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, I don't know the Kate Bishop character, but I would like I wouldn't be surprised if that was a thing where she's like where um she's followed Clint enough to know like what he's done, mm-hmm. like throughout like his Avengers missions. Like now she's next up. You know, right, now she's um ready to take on the mantle, and now you got this fucking over here I'm trying to like you know trying to steal some of my cloud, right or, you right you know and and granted that could not be the case they could be the best of friends but uh but yeah i want to, i'm really excited to see their dynamic and their chemistry between the two
0: yes and that's probably my favorite part of it too is that it kind of like builds their relationship out so that if they do do another avengers movie down the line mm-hmm. and they're in it you kind of have a familiarity with these two and they kind of know each other yeah because so we like
1: um like Disney Plus, it's a streaming service. We said it many times, like these streaming service in a way are like sandboxes. Yeah. You can just play and experiment and uh if we get these if we get Kate, I mean, obviously we're going to get um Natasha's sister in a movie. So she is going to be like introduced in this sort of like big budget, large scale project. But you know, if K Bishop wins people over, then it's then boom, why not? Yeah. Like you know, destroy her, throw her in the movie and uh and we feel like that's um like that's a high possibility. I think so too. These like a lot of these um these characters translating over um like the same thing with Miss Marvel right like translating over into the into the film world um and he did it a little bit with Agents of Shield mm-hmm. but like now obviously you have like a little bit more money a little bit more money so now you, you, have you more, can um, more star power exactly you know? yeah, yeah, so yeah, now yeah. you can actually definitely kind of um and that's and dude that's just like if that is the case which we highly think it will be yeah again just credit to Marvel yeah like you're literally like no one does that. No. no one crosses those borders between like television right. and film. Um, they like we said they already somewhat did it with Agents of Shield. Now they're most likely going to do it again, and like that's just them. This this creative team just continues to like put out these ideas that are just like, yeah, you know they're not slowing down. Right? No, they no, no, they're down. not
0: slowing down. It seems like everything that they do. It just just turns to gold, you exactly. know what I mean? Like, I think they've just been in like this rhythm for so long. They're miles ahead. They're miles ahead. Of well, and everyone, that's the thing bro. is like is like I want I want this to be, I, I want like this this I, this ability to, for them to do these shows on the streaming network that they can just have fun with, with it and try new things and not do the same formula that we're always used to seeing mm-hmm. in a lot of these Marvel movies. Like, I want them to, to experiment. I want them to do new shit. That's why, like, WandaVision is, like, one of the most exciting things I think they've done in years mm-hmm. because it looks so different than what they've ever done before.
1: Uh, and, yeah, and then when you think of possibly, like, um, like I made the joke before of, like, 24. Yeah. Like the Jack Bow show. Like, if we get some sort of, like, um, like, spy thriller, kind of, like, grounded, gritty? Oh. Hate that word, I know
0: you but, hate Um,
1: uh, <laughs> grounded like a uh, dark sort of like um episode f- following Kate Bishop and Natasha sister, right? You know, so, like, Yeah, um, like we said, sandbox, you can do a whole bunch of things, and uh, looking forward to looking forward to a lot of uh, what Marvel has to offer in, in regards to like. The Disney Plus shows more than the films, but like we said, the second those, the second those, say, shows, say
0: we get trailers, bro, it's gonna yeah, be like fuck the shows, bro. I want yeah. the movies. In you know?
1: the second uh, we, in the second, whenever Black Widow does come out, we're gonna be there. Like oh, open absolutely, so dude, ready.
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's uh let's move on now to Oscar Isaacs, who is coming after Dwayne Johnson as the hardest working man in Hollywood. He wants bro, that title, my dude. Guy He's so fucking busy. Just won't stop working. So breaking kind of kind of breaking news for for this one too this this like was just recently announced so um the metal gear solid adaptation which has been in the works for like years has finally gained some momentum as uh oscar isaacs is attached to play solid snake and the uh, the director is Jordan Voight Roberts, who directed Constable Oh What? Yeah, you, I did not oh, you know that. Didn't know that? I did oh not yeah, bro. Know that yes. Oh, that's awesome, dude. He's my excitement just sh- like he's been dropping concept art for this movie for like years. I feel like and like he's got really. Yeah, he's got such a wow. vision for this movie. He loves the games. Like he's to me, he's like the perfect guy to do it. I, I'm so excited that this is actually like gaining momentum and it's going. Um for those of you that haven't played the game, uh the the game follows um a soldier called Snake who infiltrates a nuclear weapons facility to neutralize a terrorist threat from Foxhound, a renegade special forces unit. But it's fucking it's a bonkers game. Like there's so much crazy shit that goes on. Yeah, I I mean, haven't have you played, played it before?
1: I play like the like the PlayStation version. Like like the first like, one. Like the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like
0: yeah. Snake, Snake, Snake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and like the thing falls, yeah. So like that's pretty much what I played. Um, I don't really play video games that much. That's Nick's department. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I love Jordan Vote Roberts. Yeah. Um, I think he uh, he's one of those like early because he kind of took a little bit of a break after well, Kong.
0: Well, bro, tell me you read that story, right? Well, yeah, you oh, like, the one who sent the, to me the Vietnam shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like um, like how you got. Like, in... Like, like, he got involved in, like, like the crime syndicate yeah, and shit it was and got, like, wild. Got like so, beat up and whatnot. So like, people crazy. don't So, no,
1: go check out, like, so, Jordan Vogt-Roberts was, like, pretty much assaulted at, like, at a Vietnamese, like, nightclub. Yeah. And the people who assaulted him, like, there was just a crazy backstory behind everything. Yes. It
0: was, like, movie, like, yes, drama. Yes, like, because, like, I think it's, like, after he finished filming Kong Skull Island, he, like, he loved the country so much that he stayed there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, uh, and if anyone who knows Jordan Vogt-Roberts, he's, a uh, He's an interesting looking dude. He's got a beard down to like his waist. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Uh, he's just like uh, he just definitely like if you go into like I imagine a Vietnamese nightclub, he definitely stands out. Yes. So and obviously all the attention that um that he kind of drew when he was filming Kong, uh yeah, it was just like a crazy story of, a ever, wild of how story. everything went about. But um, but I love um. Was it Kings of Summer? Yeah, Kings of Summer, which I love. Kings I'm the same. Love
0: Kings of Summer. Kings of Summer
1: is great. It's a very fun, like coming of age, young, uh, quirky, silly movie. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I love Kong Skull Island, and yeah, I had no idea he was directing it, so I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Um, and Oscar Isaac. Something that's interesting is like when the when the pictures and like the footage came out of him from like from Dune. Yes. Uh, like I saw a lot of like people fan saying art. Solid Snake. And, yeah, 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 a lot yeah, of fan yeah, art yeah. of like him as Snake as like Deathstroke or whatever. So. The fact that he's coming on like this is great. Oscar Isaac is—he's like, one of my favorite actors yeah, right man. now. So, uh, so the the guy can do no wrong in my
0: opinion. Definitely. And and the thing, the real, one of the reasons why I love that Jordan Boyd Roberts is, is directing this movie is because Metal Gear Solid is is going to be a very um, visual effects heavy movie. But just like in terms of like the scope and scale, like, you think so? Oh yeah. Like like you you need to have a, a a visionary type of director. And with what he did with Kong Skull Island, especially like in terms of like how he presented like size you in terms know of I mean? scale in terms of how he interpreted
1: scale yes Correct. how he interpreted
0: scale like mm-hmm. you you definitely need that and i like i just i love that he's a perfect guy i hope he gets larry fong i hope larry fong comes back to do the cinematography because that would be amazing <laughs> but yeah like i absolutely love this uh oscar isaac is a great pick um i don't know how this is going to turn out because video games obviously don't have the biggest track record but like it seems like that they have good people in place and obviously, if Oscar Isaac is going to sign on, hopefully that's, that's a good sign of, like, the material. Right, and this,
1: but even though it isn't, like, a... a um, look, granted, this could be said about every single video game. I know, though, because like, you had Spender with Assassin's Creed,
0: you're like, right. oh, it's going to be good, and like, then this Video sucks. games
1: have good concepts when yeah. you think of, like, action-adventure, when you think of, like, anything along this line. So um, this does have uh, the kind of feel to just be, like, more sort of, like, grounded. Um, that's what I say. I don't know, like, about special effects, because I feel like I would almost urge to stay away from that i think like in terms of scale like yeah he can definitely handle big big scale but yeah but again i'm not familiar with the video game so i think
0: i think think it's gonna be a mix because there are moments in the game that you just like if you're going to do an adaptation of the game you can't just shy away from and try to scale back so i would assume that this is going to have a pretty big budget Mm -hmm. and i would think it's going to be one of sony's like big movies going forward because i think like if this does well you have the potential to turn into a franchise but i'm talking in regards to like practicality
1: not so much oh, VFX well, that's what I'm talking about I,
0: I guess when I say special effects I'm also including practicality into that too okay yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm not I'm yeah. like I don't want to like if no, for example no I, no. trust me I hope I hope it's practical effects heavy right more than because like, that's what I thought you were talking about because yeah, yeah.
1: Kong is very VFX heavy yes but the VFX in Kong are incredible they're really good some of the best that we've seen in the past couple of years so um so yeah, that's kind of my notion like this story to me just even though I'm not too familiar with it like I said um kind of calls for a more sort of grounded practical route. Yes. So uh I hope he kind of does that. I hope he kind of harnesses back to his like Kings of Summer days where he kind right. of just like tells his story with a with a, a more sort of like practical vision. One mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: well, thing too is also like with 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 this game series there's also like even though it's very um i guess like science fiction futuristic kind of ways but it's also there's also a little bit of fantasy in there too okay because there's a lot of stuff that deals with um like i don't want to go into like too heavy into spoilers but it does there is some fantasy elements that are that are part of it so i am curious to see like how that kind of like works in and how they kind of like blend it do we have a writer uh they might i i didn't see in the report like who is writing the screenplay currently but i would assume that they have some sort of script because like i said like this movie's been in development for like years
1: and sony's hit or miss yeah sony's Especially always when, hit when or it comes miss. to video games i know yeah, i know so uh
0: <laughs> we'll see but yeah uh as far as i'm concerned you got the
1: you get the right people involved yeah yeah between Oscar guys and just him alone like those two names get me super excited so uh so yeah i had no idea he was directing it and now i'm that much more excited for this yeah, project definitely mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm.
0: All right, so we're going to move on now to uh, another movie announcement that like, I did not see coming at all because I thought that this series was going to be dead. Uh, predator. Predator is gearing back up for a fifth movie, man. I'm trying to do a Predator noise. Is that your Predator noise? I was trying to. That was pretty bad.
1: It's not like Predator noise is not more like... Um, like, not like sucking in, it's more like, ah, uh, it's more like kind of cooking. Yeah, it's like clicking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like outward, it's not
0: like kind of, yes. whatever. Uh, keep going, keep <laughs> <All> going. <okay. laughs> so 20th Century Studios has hired 10 Chlorofield Lane director Dan Trachtenberg to direct the fifth installment in the Predator series. The script is being written by... Written, uh, Trachtenberg. Script, if Tra- you're going
1: to repeat it, it's Trachtenberg.
0: Trachtenberg, all right. Yeah. 20th Century Studios has hired 10 Chlorofield Lane director Dan Trachtenberg. Trachtenberg? Track. Like Tract- track. Ten-berg. Trachtenberg. Yeah. Trachtenberg. Mm-hmm. How now, brown cow? Mm -hmm. Dan Trachtenberg. Mm -hmm. She's going to direct the fifth installment of the Predator series. The script is being written by Patrick Azon, who has worked on a number of shows, including Kingdom, Jack Ryan, and Treadstone. Mm -hmm. Details are scarce on the plot, but the rumor is that it will take place during the Civil War. Like old Civil War? Like American Civil War. What are they doing? Why?
1: I don't know, bro. I didn't know that.
0: See, in a way, I kind of like it. (laughs) Yes, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did I just start kill your, you crush, your crush your excitement for this Yeah no I see I like this and I'll tell you why I'll tell you why I will tell you why I like this Martin because it kind of takes away like that, that that's the whole thing with with having predator in like more modern times is with like you know weapons and things like that you can go up against it and it's and it's a little more you're more on like an even plane if you're in the fucking civil war what do you got what that's do you got, why bro? It makes
1: it that's why it makes it the predator because right. it's the ultimate hunting weapon. It has to challenge. It
0: has to challenge itself. Bro, what if the predator went went up against Mel Gibson from The Patriot? Who would win?
1: Hmm. Psycho like,
0: okay, like the ghost. Yeah. All right, I'll give you that one. You're right, right. I'll I'm telling you, me, if you one. get like a Mel Gibson type in that, who's running around with his fucking hatchet and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll give
1: you that one. <laughs> fair, fair enough. But uh. Okay. I mean, I guess I didn't know that. However, I do love... Uh, Bro, that uh,
0: whole segment
1: just, <laughs> just got deflated. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But I do like Dan Trachtenberg. I do I, too. I love 10 Chlorophyll Lane. I love um, what he did on The Boys. I think he's a great director. And his story is fantastic. Yeah. His story is what dreams are made of. You know, did a little short, caught J.J. Um, Abrams' attention. Right. And he got the job for 10 Chlorophyll Lane. Yeah. And it was uh, one of my favorite... Was it in my top 50 of the decade? I'm not
0: sure, but it was definitely up there. You know what? I actually think that I didn't have it in my top 50, and I probably would have put it in. <laughs> That's what she said? Because, like, I, I even like when the movie just goes absolutely bonkers at the end and the aliens fucking come out. Mm-hmm. Because, like, like, most people, like, say that they love it until, like, the last 20 minutes. Because, like, it's a really... It's a phenomenal fucking, like, tight thriller. And then, like, obviously when you get outside, it just turns into, like, the typical J.J. Abrams big budget kind of mm-hmm. shit. Because you, you know that, like... Dan's movie is is that first like hour and a half, and then the last twenty minutes is JJ. Well, that's why
1: I say that's why my favorite thing about like um like those types of sci fi films are my favorite, where you're like enclosed because that just naturally creates paranoia right. and fear and anxiety and all those other emotions. Um, I actually like Danny though. Yeah, I do too. Um, I mean, like that it gives some sort of like connective tissue. to I mean, to it's ridiculous. It it's not too ridiculous. A little though. bit. I, I mean,
0: like when when she gets picked up and she just fucking like lobs. What does she lob? She lobs like a, a Molotov or a bomb or something into like the this little... Oh, that's right. When he gets attacked when she's in the truck. Yes, When yeah. she's in the truck, right. So that's a, first of all, it's a hell of a fucking toss.
1: Yeah. Um, but <laughs> That's I, the only part though. I like the part when like the, the ship's going in and kind of like fertilizing the planet. Yeah, to, like, yeah, become, yeah. yeah. And then the great shop, like the lightning strike and we see the ships in the... In the mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we kind of assume at this point that the aliens have taken over. Right. You know, so... Uh, so I mean I I didn't mind the ending. I really liked the whole movie as a whole. I thought John Goodman was incredible. He is phenomenal. One of on his that. better performances that we've seen in a long for time. For sure, for sure.
0: Uh, so yeah, I like the Intactumberg. I guess we'll see. I about... mean, I mean, look, don't don't take that as fact. It's it's rumored to take place during the Civil War. So like, I'm not gonna say that it's official.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like you said, you made a good point. If it is something along those lines, where it's like you have this um like the the, the ghost character from the Patriot, then then maybe. But like my thing is just like uh. Predator is sci-fi. Right. You know, and even, even like the 87 version, like the whole, like um, his, his uh, back and forth with Dutch was, was very grounded. but In a way it was also very, like it was very, very sci-fi. So, I was kind of ex- I was kinda of hoping they were gonna go something like back to that. Right. It's kinda of like a simple story, grounded, just uh most dangerous game, one on one, man versus well, predator. I actually
0: do kinda of like that you that you referenced the, the first movie because like the ending is somewhat like what we would probably get in like a movie set in a civil war because obviously like he kind of Dutch kinda of gets rid of his weapons mm-hmm. and he just uses like whatever he has, like a like a fucking bow and Right, stuff like, like that. his military background, right? So it's right, more like guerrilla warfare, where it's like the hit and run kind of thing, where you hit him, run away, come back, yeah, yeah. hit him, run away. So like it could, I'm saying like it could work, and I see why they might be going back in time because they've done so many Predator movies in the series that have been in modern times that like maybe it's like a, almost like a refresher, like we're gonna we're gonna switch things up a little bit, we're gonna change the things. The like they,
1: they have just not had like. Like good people involved, like I know. these stories have just been—they were just—they were just milking on like the predator um, uh, brand pretty much, and it's just like—and like—and the sh- like
0: chain black, it should have been like a, a knockout of the like. It I don't been a even run. know
1: what happened with it that It should have been a home run, I have man. no idea. Yeah. Uh, but the same thing with—I guess I remember when like news was coming about at that movie of how like um, they were going to introduce, uh, uh, not introduce, but they were going to have the kid from Room. What's his name again? Oh. um... Family. That, David Tremblay? David Tremblay. Is it, is it David Tremblay? Something Tremblay. Jordan Tremblay? I, I, know, I know it's something Tremblay. Ethan Tremblay? I don't know. <laughs>
0: or is Ethan Tremblay from... That's, I think that's uh, Zach Galifianakis' character from uh, Due Date. Yeah, this doesn't say Tremblay. This is Ethan Chase.
1: Oh, jeepers creepers. He's right. He's right. What do you mean he's right?
0: Ethan Tremblay is my stage name. I'm an actor. Your stage name? Yeah. What is your real name? Ethan Chase. But it doesn't sound like an actor's name. Ethan Chase sounds like the name of an actor. Ethan Tremblay doesn't make any goddamn sense.
1: Something Tremblay, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like I remember he was announced, and then like I was talking about like the like the the dad with the son, and I was like, is this what is this ET? Yeah, like, fucking it was, yeah, it was like so I was I wasn't like too crazy about it. Um, yeah, I didn't know. All right, look, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I I wanna trust Dan Trachtenberg because his small resume that I've seen so far from him, I've really enjoyed everything he's done. So, uh, so, so hopefully they can give us something. good. Hopefully, get. I mean, cause I'm because be this franchise is on like it's on a lifeline right now. Well,
0: that's that's what I was saying. Like, uh, I was gonna say, like, I didn't think that they were actually going to come back with another Predator movie because, like, dude, the, you're right. Because like the fact that Disney bought 20th Century Fox, I'm like, well, there goes Alien and Predator. Those franchises are now dead.
1: Yeah, I never felt that though. Yeah, that was like, um, I've been wrong in a lot of stuff, but uh, but when I remember when that came over, I was never. I always thought like they were gonna maybe do some like Buena Vista or some like. Um, like Sister Outline. Right, right. Um, like, because you just keep the 20th Century Fox title. You don't have right. to put your name on it. Well, that's what it is. It's, yeah. not, it's not 20th Century Studios. Right, yeah. yeah. So then that way, like, you don't just don't, you don't put the Disney fucking right, title exactly. with it. It's yeah, yeah. so like, yeah, go ahead and do that. Like, obviously when you Google it and you find the information, then you'll see the Disney, like, yeah. company and everything. But uh, but I always figured they were going to keep that so they can do, um, they can keep these sort of franchises alive. Right. Um, and I'm with you. The fact that we're getting this so soon after um, The Predator, which was fucking trash. Yeah. Um is very it's it, it makes me happy. Yeah. Because that oh I, I felt like once after I saw that, very similar with Covenant, after I saw that, I'm like, god damn it, we're not gonna get a fucking predator I movie know. for like a long time now. And uh and I loved Predators, and like I said, that was more like the OG, like the simple yes, you know, just hand to hand combat. Right, we're back most, in the jungle, back in the jungle, yeah. most dangerous game. Um, that whole aspect. So we'll see. <laughs> I'll just say this is
0: definitely a wait and see approach, but I but you know, just going forward, like I do love that I love the director yeah you know, that, so, so, uh, so I will say that I at, at this, love this point director. you just
1: gotta, you gotta trust the uh, this guy has proven that he can do a lot with a little yes like a lot with a yeah, little and yeah, then yeah. when he got something when he got a little bit more money like we said with the boys um, I think he did a really great job directing did he direct I the first two or just the uh, first one
0: I know he directed the first one I don't know if he did the second one but yeah the, the pilot for the boys is so fucking good yeah it's like, good it's, I mean, so, it's so great
1: that's what keeps you on board I mean
0: Pilots are the re- pilots are what sells.
1: Yeah, people see um, you know, these companies see the pilots and they decide to pick it up or not. So uh, so yeah, it's wait and see game. It's, <laughs> it's definitely wait and see. It's wait and see game, wait and, uh, and, see.
0: and just have faith in the people involved. What's the thing too is like I was kind of hoping that we would have maybe gotten because like like for for jumping over to like Alien, like I really want an Alien TV series. Like I really think if you put good people in charge, I think an Alien TV series would be Bro, awesome.
1: Put me in charge of an Alien I know, series. Right? I would. I would not. Can you make an Alien short? I would not. I told you my only short I wanna, idea. I, wanna, I know you did. That's why I yeah, want to make it. We'll do. We'll make it. We got this fucking fruit fly.
0: I know, bro. There's a fruit fly around here. Like, get, like,
1: fuck off, bro. Um, yeah. I really, Yeah, we'll do it. Um, we just gotta get someone. We gotta get a costume, right? And I already know who we gotta put in that costume. I know. We just gotta get some duct tape to uh, <laughs> strap their dick onto their leg because uh, people in, we have in mind are uh, packing. Yeah, <laughs> totally <laughs> irrelevant. <laughs> totally relevant totally but, uh, relevant but yeah we will make a st- this uh, alien short and uh and it's gonna be good
0: yes but just in general like i think like that to me is like the natural progression of the alien franchise like i want mm-hmm. i want like a legit like really good hard r tv series and yeah. with people that know the material and set it um set it following like, let, like let's
1: set it following uh covenant no not covenant. Fo- no covenants beforehand yeah
0: yeah like we still Oh, do- oh so you want to con- you want it like after resurrection
1: uh, yeah, like like not maybe not Resurrection, okay. but Found Aliens. Okay, like, yeah, Found yeah. Aliens. You know, like 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 even though I'm not the biggest Neil Blomkamp fan, like um, I did like the whole idea of, of exploring uh, a new a new franchise with Dude, man, that with that's new.
0: man that that that's like one of my biggest like disappointments that we never got to see that. Like I understand like Neil Blomkamp is like hit or miss when it comes to certain things, but like. It's not that
1: he's hit or miss. I just think he has a little bit of an issue, kind of getting out of his own sort of creative bubble. He did something with District Nine that worked and it was awesome. It was kind of like a, in a way, like something new that we saw. Right. And I felt like he he kind of um he, he regressed. Did, yeah, he, like, and, and he, like, stayed. He did bit. too much of like the same, and he didn't really um try to like um like step out and like try to yeah. do new things, you know. So that's kind of like my thing with him. But uh, but yeah, the whole sort of notion of following new and um like an older new. Yeah, uh, and, and like
0: kind of like giving a nice send off to both Ripley and Hicks. Like, I thought that was just a fantastic... Like, like, like I loved it. And so many franchises have done that. Mm -hmm. So I'm surprised that 20th Century Fox didn't jump on that. I obviously know why they did, because as soon as that project actually geared up and got momentum, Ridley Scott got jealous and came back and was like, oh, I'll make an alien movie for you, and then tried to do some weird fucking hybrid alien uh, Prometheus sequel kind of thing. And it's a fucking mess of a movie. Like, we watched it recently, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, like, like that's a movie that got worse and worse for me the more that I watch it. Well, you know me, like, the that's one of my biggest fucking grapes in cinema. Yeah.
1: When I give the alien, like, a point of view. Like, I don't need to know like what how, how it looks. Yeah. Yes, like, I, I hate that. And not just that, but like created, like, more questions, too. Like, I remember when he went into Prometheus, he was um talking, like, oh, there's a question of, like, how, who are the disc jockeys? How did they get there? How'd right. Them? And then, like following Covenant, we're still not going to LB-426. Right. So we're that means still going we, somewhere else. We have to go somewhere. And then, like, the whole notion of, like, they were created by, like, a, a petty droid. Yeah. Like, I hated that. I know. Like, that's a problem when you do prequels when you take away the mystery of these characters, it sometimes really ruins it. And that was, like, oh, It's the worst. It's the worst. But, best, <laughs> best cinematic version of Alien, in my
0: opinion. I know in your opinion. Yeah. yeah but, like, this... It was weird though, man. Because in Covenant, like he went, he, I feel like Ridley Scott went so against like w- like the rules he had set up in the first Alien movie. Like one Definitely. was one was like the the rapid growth of the alien, which makes no sense to me. Well, I, I okay. First of all, the, <laughs> the alien physics. The fuck that the alien comes out of Billy Crudup's chest and like does like the hand raise. I don't want to talk about to, it. It's the worst. I'm bro, not talking. The of,
1: worst. Okay, let me let me re <laughs> let me re re say rework what I just said. Okay. Uh, fi- <laughs> Like best alien physicality. I know.
0: Well it's like it's like seeing like the CG of the alien, how it moves, like right. when you finally get it fully grown. Yes, right. I I and would it, agree. It's
1: like it's just like the ultimate organ the perfect organism, yes. ultimate killing machine. Just seeing like ruthless. Um I told you this uh when he first attacks Tennessee and Danny, like when When they get the crane and yes. the crane goes like he just jumps on it, he starts attacking it. Right. Because he doesn't know what it, like it's instinct exactly yeah, it's yeah. He doesn't know what it is, but it's like it's something that looks bigger than him, it looks a little scary, so he just jumps and starts attacking it. Right. Um, and it's that it's the instinct I don't need to see how I don't need to know how it fucking looks right, right. <laughs> I just want to know like it's natural instincts as this ultimate predator that it just knows to attack it's, this thing but yeah uh, but yeah, in terms of like physicality and movement and the way like how ruthless it was I love that everything else <laughs> shut it down
0: shut it down shut it down but yeah so i guess it'll be somewhat of a wait and see to see what happens with this with this predator movie hopefully we get some more details on it soon we get like somewhat of a cast and more of an idea of what the plot is but i have i have reserved expectations for it i'm not expecting a lot but i i hope that we get some sort of some sort of a comeback for this franchise and then same thing with alien i hope that there is some sort of announcement in the future as to what they're going to do with the alien franchise but like i said before i would love a tv show with with the right people involved bro we're
1: gonna be the next Jane Trachtenberg. so once we do our short and mm-hmm. people see it i'm down they're gonna like hire us and be like yes. all right go ahead because those only shorts that ign did i was so disappointed i know i was I know. so bro give us the keys to the kingdom I know. I'm like bro. we could have done this so much better but uh but yeah don't worry our time will come our time will come.
0: all right so we'll move on to our final topic of the day and like i said guys this is possibly like the biggest Fucking news to drop! Not only this year, but probably in like the hit. This is this is one of these like game changing these moments. These these moments in we're history. We're going to remember where we were. Yes, when this this, was this is this is history right yeah. here. So in an unprecedented announcement, Warner Brothers is going to send 17 of their films, basically their entire 2021 slate, including movies like The Matrix Four, The Suicide Squad, and Dune to its streaming service for 31 days, the same day it will hit theaters. So all these movies are going to play on HBO Max the same day they get released in theaters for for an entire month. Mm -hmm. You get to watch it for free if you subscribe to the... As I say, for free, if you subscribe. Like, no extra cost. None of that Disney bullshit where they made you pay 30 extra dollars to watch fucking a shit Mulan movie. Well, well, you didn't see... You didn't see it, but it's trash, bro. I already know it's trash. It wasn't
1: trash. I actually liked it. But (laughs) um, the thing is, is that... For third, okay, I understand if it was the opposite if they dropped it on HBO Max and then it was in theaters for 31 days like that I kind of understand. But the fact that so what they're gonna pull it after 31 days?
0: So yeah, so basically this this is this is what they were gonna do with Wonder Woman. So th- like it was funny too because we were just supposed to talk about Wonder Woman going to HBO Max and this fucking bombshell dropped. Mm-hmm. So Wonder Woman originally was supposed to go to HBO Max on December 25th, the same day it drops in theaters. Right. It was going to be available on HBO Max for an entire month. And then after that month, it was going to get pulled and it was going to remain in theaters until Wonder Woman was going to come out on whatever date WB decides to drop it, like, for purchase, like, for see, it's VOD. It's a little strange. It is strange, but I think it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, we're not going to give you this movie for free. Right. Like, in that sense. It's of almost fun. like a rental window. It's almost like a rental window. You can right. watch it if you can't get to a theater to see it. Now, obviously, internationally, HBO Max is not international yet. Right. Like, not completely. So, But uh, then again, every other fucking country is in a better situation than us. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, so, uh, I mean, some are, some aren't. There's some countries where right. theaters are still closed. So I not canceled. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but just, but that's just how it is. And like, so, you know, obviously, you know, these movies are going to drop overseas as well. So, yeah, man. I mean, still, this is fucking, like, this is insane. Like, this is okay. absolutely insane.
1: The obvious sort of reaction was RIP movie theaters. Yes. Um. And this is something that we've been talking a lot about. Like, yes, the movie theater is an experience. It's it's just, you know, this form of escape. You go, you watch a film, you escape for two and hours, however long it may be, and you enjoy it. However, we are sort of at that point in, I guess, our civilization, if that makes any fucking sense.
0: In our, our, our time in... in yeah, wherever, where... Uh, yeah, yeah
1: the convenience the convenient. that's literally what it is it's like rather than uh if if we have like, for example we're gonna go see a movie once we're done with this you know? yes we have to get in our car right. we have to uh well nick's car we're gonna <laughs> get in this car we're gonna drive over movie theater and we're, we're gonna watch mank um but the convenience um like if you ask someone would you rather just like watch this made for theater mm-hmm. like this big budget made for theater studio film uh in a movie theater or will you just kind of like Make yourself some snacks, right? For literally like hella cheap, right? Throw your feet up and enjoy it in the comfort of your own living room. That is so appealing. It's it's <laughs> that it's it's that appeal. And unfortunately, um, as much as us aw- as awesome as the movie theater experience is, I think that just has like the upper hand. I know, and I think that's I always I always figured. I always had a, had my money bet on that, on, yeah. the, on the fact of like how convenient it is, of just how comfortable it is. You don't have to worry about like you know driving places. You don't have to worry about like expensive snacks. You don't have to worry about any of that. And uh, and we obviously don't know what's gonna happen post twenty twenty one. Yes,
0: but this is not good. This no, is really no, it's not it's not good for movie theaters. And like Warner Brothers came out and basically they were like, oh, this is only gonna be for. 2021, It's not because what's going to happen is you're going to see how successful this is going oh, yeah. to be for them. And they're going to keep this model going forward. It might not be for every single movie on their slate. Like I think they'll keep like maybe the bigger budget movies. will we'll go back to theaters and just be in theaters. But a lot of movies now are going to play on HBO Max and in cinemas at the same exact time it's like Batfleck said pretty much
1: uh, once everything's over theaters are just are just going to be for the big spectacle yes. films like these smaller films um, are uh, it's got a lot of these movies are going to go streaming service and not just that but now you're in a situation where people over at Disney are watching this oh absolutely they are like they got their fucking eyes you know, <laughs> you know that SpongeBob and <laughs> oh where just, his, his uh, eyes oh, go on, yeah, the, on, on the, the map yeah <laughs> I gotta see it I gotta
0: look at it see if onto
1: it <laughs> SpongeBob? Yeah? Did you notice something familiar about
0: this map? You mean like that it's our game board taped to a piece of paper? Do you think this is a problem?
1: That's what they're doing, and uh, and that's what we were talking about before. Um, If Wonder Woman... does really performs really well right if this model works for wonder woman yeah for yeah, wonder yeah. woman then you know they're over there talking about like All right and not just that but for soul yes because they also have a, a horse in this that's race. right i forgot Look at about me that the metaphor damn bro they also have a there you go. it's that's a great. horse or dog
0: no a horse in the race it, yeah oh yeah, yeah absolutely yeah oh yeah <laughs> metaphor
1: so right so if um if they see how well soul does and they see how well wonder woman does a female-led superhero film yes right up their alley then yeah, you know they're going to start like um, they're well, going to start making decisions. Well, that's, that,
0: that's my thing though: is how many studios like if if like I said, if Wonder Woman and Soul do really well in mm-hmm. this in this hybrid format. Obviously, I think Soul is is not going to be in theaters; it's going straight to Disney Plus. For, I think for I don't know if Disney Plus how international it is, but um, I know it's not in Peru. <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's the <only> <laughs> <laughs> Well, we know it's not there, so I would think maybe Soul is going to play in theaters in where Disney Plus is not available, but. I think Disney Plus is, is a lot more worldwide than HBO Max is. So, you know, like I said, we'll see how these do over the holidays and if it's successful, which I, I'm banking that's going to be. I think how how could it not be?
1: Like like us personally, we're definitely going to go and try and see it in theaters. Yeah. But you know for a fact, bro, like we're going to rewatch that shit
0: dude the, i mean absolutely dude like honestly like like like, come on. like like when when that was announced my brother hit me up and he's like so we're staying up until midnight on christmas Eve to watch wonder woman right like like he like that's like that's mm-hmm. the mentality that some people have like and your
1: brother's a big movie theater guy, right on. he's a
0: big he, he's he will see movies in theaters before anything else but the fact that it's it has this availability and the fact that Wonder Woman's going to be sitting there on hbo match which we which we have right, it's right there like how are we not going to watch it on exactly. christmas day and that's you know a I mean? problem and it's 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 just you're human. I know. That's just, that's just know. the unfortunate situation. And um, well, well, that was to say that was the thing too, is like, I, I was gonna be like, like my initial reaction was like, like, and I don't wanna be insensitive, but it was just like, you know, like fucking people, they just don't wanna get off their ass to drive to a movie theater. But it's like, I understand I understand it because, especially like where we live, like we're in like the tri-state area. Like movie theaters are expensive. Maybe. maybe. No talking. Give away our position. My mm-hmm. people know we're in the tri-state area. <laughs> If you've been listening, you know where we're at. But uh, but you know, it's like movies are expensive. You know, the the food's expensive. The tickets are expensive. So most people don't want to spend all that fucking money. And especially now that we're going into, you know, we're in somewhat. Well, I mean, stock market's better now, but like we don't know what what people's financial situations are going to be going forward, and all that kind of stuff. So no one's gonna to go to a movie theater to spend a hundred bucks for tickets and food. You know, that what was I mean? that's like,
1: always been the that has been the problem I think for the past uh, maybe like four or five years. Right. Just the price of, and Quentin talks about this. Quentin talks about in the, the director around here, where he talks about how um, the big issue with movie theaters is how expensive they've gotten. The,
0: the idea was that anybody could go and see a movie. That was one of the reasons why movies flourished in the, in the thirties and it's not anymore. Oh. We, they, we have mm-hmm. priced them out until now it's, it's a deal.
1: And that is obviously like a big turnoff because right. not only are you spending, like we said, every area is different, but our area, it's expensive. Anywhere between eighteen or thirty, fucking thirty dollars a movie dude. ticket. And you know we well obviously that's us because we have the very special IMAX. So right, you so, know, yeah. I
0: mean, if we're going to the IMAX, tickets are, are twenty five bucks, twenty plus a convenience fee, and the, you're yeah, looking yeah, like
1: uh, almost close to thirty dollars. Plus, you get just a fucking you know I love my snacks. Right. <laughs> 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 you get your popcorn and your drink combo. That's another twenty dollars. Yep. You know it's so yeah i definitely get it it is expensive it is um uh when we were taking the train into lincoln square to see movies that's what like an hour right and that's two hours out of a fucking day right, where you right. just like chill relax you know that's what look that's that's an unfortunate unfortunately the situation like the the whole notion of how convenient it is i've just had of the comfort of watching it in your own home that's like that appeal like almost beats all i know you know and you're not paying anything extra right if you're already subs- like i have hbo max for free from at&t right you know because i'm like uh from my from my and a lot of people have certain stuff from their cell phone provider for right free. like um so
0: well that was how i got the disney plus thing because i had verizon and they ran a promotion through that you get a year for free right i also have um i got hbo max and and uh, apple tv also right so it's like yeah so
1: when you get these deals you're just like oh cool like have it for free like yeah. why, i'm literally fucking watching wonder woman 194 for free like why the fuck not right so i do get that appeal i do get it um it's just unfortunate yeah know? it is and, it is unfortunate and
0: like and like we like because like when when that dropped like obviously like like my heart sank a little bit because i'm like well movie theaters are dead and so i tweeted out tweet out like movie theaters are dead like that's yeah. it it's done i don't think they're i don't think they're going to, to ever go away but it's going to change dramatically like you're not you're not going to see oh wait let me do it again it's going to change dramatically. Like you're not going to see, like like Ben Affleck said, you're not going to see like middle budget to low actually budget like movies your word dramatically, dramatically, dramatically and dramatically. Drast- yeah, <laughs> nice little combination. But you're not going to see, you know, these lower budget and mid budget movies in theaters anymore. You're going to see just blockbuster type movies that get a lot of people to go out, like these event movies, mm-hmm. basically. And I think what's also going to happen is in the next couple, you know, months, I think studios or companies are going to buy theaters. Because I don't think these theories are gonna be able to last. Like like AMC's already selling off stock to try to keep afloat. You well, know what I mean? Yeah. And, and when Warner Brothers made this announcement, their stocks tumbled, dude. Like they like even further than they already were. And they're already been hurting throughout this coronavirus. coronavirus. So like it's just it's unfortunate. Right. Um, and that's the this is where
1: we kind of like put our, our thinking caps on. We start thinking like start thinking from a financial standpoint, how does this work? Right. You know, so um obviously you don't when you think about movie theater companies, like uh, the CEO has said many times before, and it's one of my favorite lines from like a business standpoint, how they talk about how they're a candy company. Yes. Because uh, essentially they don't really make much profit from from ticket sales. Right. A lot of their profits come from concessions,
0: from, right. that's why the snacks are so expensive. Well, I was gonna say, that's why, because they have such a, such, I mean like the like depending on how you want to look at the business model, the mm-hmm. deal between theater chains and studios is horrible for, for theater chains. Yeah, isn't it something like under like, just under 30% that they keep or yeah, something along it's something ridiculous which is why when you go there that's why you know the food is so expensive yeah because like they, they have, have to, be, to like, make
1: money yeah they're they're a candy business so uh um in terms of like distribution rights like we were talking about it you can definitely cut down on that right because obviously um and in terms of marketing that's yes. like the big thing cuz for the people who don't realize a movie's marketing especially like a big budget movie like Wonder Woman or something like the Suicide Squad or yeah, something yeah, along yeah, right, those right. lines your budget is normally like um 1.5 times your so for example if a movie is like cost costs 100 million dollars yeah. you're probably looking at like 50 million in marketing yes it's, That's usually that's like the rule mm-hmm. of thumb you have yep. to count like about yep. like half of half of like the uh the production budget so that right there you're saving
0: a ton of money right because you because you have to think that if it's going on a streaming service not as much you you would think that the marketing cost would not be as much you would think I, I don't know if, we don't know that for sure that, that that's what's going to happen but you would think that because it's not playing in theaters, you don't need fucking, like, as much as they do.
1: You don't need all the Times Square posters. You don't right. need all, like, the, the billboard space. You don't right. need all that. And every single time someone logs into HBO Max, like, think about when we log into Disney Plus or HBO Max, you have that banner. Right. That's what you do. Yep. You have that banner up there every fucking time you log on. Yep. You see, like, Wonder Woman coming, whatever. So people, like, you're hardwiring it into people's exactly. brains that it's coming. In. And that, and it's, what, a fucking digital image? Exactly. Uh, on, like, right, on your, right. On your app. Streaming? Yeah. right. Yeah. And that's all it is. And uh-huh. it cuts back. So, um... So in terms of like, if you're not going to be stri- if you're not going to be distributing it that much in movie theaters, and obviously you cut you cut you, you know, cut costs on that, you cost on right? Distribute
0: distribution rights, you cut costs on
1: uh, marketing. So there is some sort of like financial gain,
0: and um, and it's just like I know. Well, and that, that's the other thing too, because like like theaters, obviously, theater CEOs were not happy when when Warner Brothers made this I mean made house could announcement. Be, how, how, how like, could you? How how could you be? Yeah, because you're 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 killing their business, and like so there is there is debate as to how you would turn a profit this way. So we don't know exactly what the financial details are. You know what I mean? Like, right.
1: But, um, but at the same time, like we were saying between like massive films, like Dune, Suicide Squad, um, Matrix, like mm-hmm. you're going to save hundreds of millions of marketing. Like, right. like we just said, not just that, uh, at least we assume so. Obviously, we assume we're so. not like, we're not like these, like, I know, like we don't know for sure what exactly, but we like, but we have some that, like, yeah, yeah, we have some sort of general knowledge of how these things work, yeah. that they're definitely going to be saving a lot of money in, in these kinds of, um, aspects. Also, um, like yeah, it does suck for movie theaters, but at the same time, I do think it's in in a way it is a good business move for Warner Brothers. Because oh, it's a fantastic. You don't have to worry about um, delaying your movies anymore. So that all that drama, all that sort of like yes. back in your mind stress of like right. oh my god, oh my god. So you don't like, have to worry like, about like that basically anymore. what they went through with Tenet. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to worry about yep. that anymore. And um, when you have something like HBO Max, that's your streaming platform. Right. So you don't have to like. Um, like people like netflix and amazon prime they're bu- they're trying to buy certain properties but when you're a major fucking hollywood studio and you have your own service and you have your own service yes. like it's there like yeah. you like it go ahead and do it and then in return you see your subscribers increase mm-hmm. you see like your stocks go up so it is in the, it is a good move on there and it uh, unfortunately affects a lot of other things negatively and um and it's it's like we're it's gonna be bad like right. it, 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 we're in for a rough ride in regards to movie theaters but um, but you you can't blame them.
0: No, yeah, you, know, you you can't blame them for doing what they did. Mm-hmm. And you know we obviously don't want to sound hypocritical here and be and hating on decisions and stuff like 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 look like I will always. Try to see these. I'm gonna, like, I'm, I'm absolutely going to try to see all these movie theaters. If Bro, I, we can literally if watch Mank
1: right now on Netflix if we want, but we're not. We're, gonna, right. we're, we're, we're gonna, going to the fucking theaters. Yeah, we're going to we're theaters. Going, like, we're, we're going to theaters see like twenty minutes before it.
0: The, mm-hmm. the the the. I guess the convenience of it that for me personally, I like is I love rewatching movies. That's what it is. So the fact that I get to see us in theaters, and then if I loved it as much, like imagine seeing the Suicide Squad in theaters, like that was so fucking good. As you go home, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm gonna put it on again. Not just that, but you can fucking fast forward. Exactly, you can fast
1: forward to a certain scene that you want to watch. Exactly. Like how
0: awesome is that? It's awesome. So it's like it's 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 weird. As, as much as I'm sad for movie theaters, I'm sad for people that are going to lose their jobs, and like it's 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 horrible. Like the the fan the fan person in me loves this this ability now that I can see a movie and then as soon as I go home I can throw it on again. Yeah, and so, then, so it's it's weird. It's like this this whole catch twenty two kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like so, but I know I'm us. I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted. I'm I know conflicted us. As We're definitely going to see.
1: Uh, a movie in theaters as much as we can. We're definitely every single major movie that comes out. We're definitely seeing in theaters. Yeah, because and, because nothing beats that. That's just us. So yeah. I so I know we're um I don't want to say we're doing our duty, but um, our due diligence, our I due diligence, you, you could right? Say, yeah. But it does um, like let's say hypothetically, if this was a year back, you yeah. know, And I fucking saw Infinity War like eight times in theaters. Yeah. I, you know, that would
0: have been cut in half. Uh, absolutely. Least, you know? Absolutely. But that's the thing, though. Is like, is like, I I worry too that like it just it loses something when you watch it on TV because there's something about seeing something like Infinity War on the big screen and it just it has this this uh it's almost like the movie is imprinted in your head as just mm-hmm. this, this massive movie like there's certain movies that I watch on TV that I just remember seeing it in theaters and, I, and it just has like this huge fucking feel to it for me that's where and uh... like I'm worried that if I watch like one like if I watch The Matrix 4 for the first time on TV mm-hmm. it's just not going to have that same impact well that's where we have to be we can't be weak. I know. have to resist. No, so, but, but um, no, but I'm just saying though, just for, for people in general, like like right. I feel like you lose something on some of these bigger movies when you just watch it on TV as opposed to seeing it on a massive screen.
1: Right, but that's like we're saying, not everyone's the same.
0: I know. But like I, I know.
1: I'm going to do my absolute best for every single movie that comes out to make sure I watch it in the theaters first. Right. To get that, you know, I want, I want to get my cherry popped absolutely in on that like absolutely, big screen. Yeah. This is my first time. Again, we can rewatch it whenever whenever we want. But uh But yeah, it's um it's a crazy situation. Uh this har harnesses back
0: to um wait, did I already say that? How it harnesses back to Disney Plus? Yeah, how it goes back to the Disney Plus yeah, shows and, and how possibly... and how they're released. Because like, you know, like we said, like with how Wonder Woman and Soul does, you know, I think studios are gonna follow suit because like right now Warner Brothers has a huge jump on twenty twenty one because you don't know where the virus is gonna be, you don't know what the vaccines are going to hold. So they're the Warner Brothers now set. Warner Brothers right. can now sit, sit with their feet back and just be like, all right, we're just gonna chill now and release our movies when we want to release them. Right. Like I would not be surprised if Disney follows suit a little bit and puts like, some of their movies on Disney. They're one, Plus. They're probably,
1: yeah, they're essentially the only other like major studio that has a streaming service. Right. Right. So like when you make Eternals, when you make Black Widow, you it's yours. You can right. just go ahead and dump it there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is that um Fuck, what the fuck was I
0: just gonna say? God damn it. Was it about like the release schedule for some of these shows? It's oh, you got it. I got what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: All right, it came back to me. All right, um, nice. Okay, the streaming wars. This, yes, the streaming the Wars. streaming wars. That's what yes. I was gonna talk about. The fucking streaming wars. Uh, HBO. Look, Netflix has been king for a long time, but you know they're fucking sweating. Oh, they are sweating because you have some <laughs> high quality grade A content
0: coming to HBO Dude, Max, do you, look, Warner Brothers. Slate. Like if you're if you're a streaming it service, how do you blows, how do you compete you do with that? Compete. You can't. You
1: do not. Fucking compete with that. You can't. And Netflix, who every other movie, like one out of every three movies is good. Right. You
0: know, like you. Like, and they don't have event type movies like they like don't, Warner Brothers has. No. Like you cannot compete with Dune, Suicide Squad, Matrix Four, Godzilla. That's what I'm saying, Kong, Because you're like, not
1: a major studio. You're right. not a major studio who is funding these films. Right. Like, you're not a major movie studio. You're out there trying to buy these fucking movies that these major movie studios do. Right. So like you're like you just you can't compete. Like, I know. I'm you sorry. Can't. So like when you. So when... Like, the old guard is not going to go up against, like, Dune. You know what I mean? No, like, that's even not if, happening. even if Kong vs. Godzilla sucks, which I yeah. think it will, yeah. it's, it's, it's still going to be better than the old exactly. guard. Like, exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> only because of the fucking fact that you got Kong and Godzilla exactly. fighting, exactly. like, single-handedly. <laughs> you have the resources to do these things. And, like, yeah, they, they're... they uh, They're
0: sweating, bro. They, they, they're the sweating streaming
1: wars are, going, are getting heavy they're yeah going because to
0: get heavy well and that's the thing too because like disney obviously has all these properties they got star wars they got marvel they got all, i think the only other studio that can compete with them right now is warner brothers and it's because they have you know harry potter which even though fantastic beasts is blah, 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 at this point but you know they have dc like that's like their big thing but they also have like you know they're bringing matrix back dune you know what i mean so they have so much they have heavy hitters so, so right, now it's, right now it's right now it's a fight between wb and disney that's that to, is. Me, to me they're they're the that's clear what I'm saying like they're the clear guys good. That's thinking, saying, it like, out.
1: Before, like you rewind to like three, four days ago. Yeah. Um, like even though Netflix does like amazing television, mm-hmm. like in terms of like their film department, you know that like the the attention is going to be definitely be go, it's going to be drawn toward like the mcu shows right it's going to be drawn like i would love to see the numbers at the end of next year yeah to see like how these mcu shows these movies on hbo max like fair like against, how they do ha- fared yeah, against yeah, what yeah. netflix i know, out, you know? So, i know uh, so the streaming wars are going to get crazy um and uh that's going to be interesting to watch but other than that bro i mean it's like it's unfortunate if you are a movie theater lover, if you do love the experience, we highly recommend go go um go check it out where it's safe. Yes, if you can if, if you if can you we're can. definitely going to we're definitely going to keep that keep that up. So uh so yeah, up, up to everyone to experience movies however they want and um and some fortunate situations fortunate. On Warner brothers move, on Warner Brothers part, it's a it's a great business move. So I mean, obviously I can't really argue with them, but uh but yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It is tough.
0: It it's, it definitely is tough. But uh but all right, I guess uh, I guess we can just wrap this up.
1: Yeah, we have, we have to
0: leave. <laughs> oh, we have to, go. we have to go. we have to go see a movie. So, we, to, see we to go see Mank. We're going to go see Mank. So that does it for us, Nerds Nation. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Remember to like this video and subscribe to our YouTube page. And remember, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else where you can see that big, beautiful FN logo. Oh, yeah. Be sure to check out our review on Mank, which is coming soon. And we also have a few other things we're going to review. I think one of the last things we'll do for the year is we're going to review Wonder Woman 1984 when it comes out. Uh, we're going to do some fn collection episodes so make sure you check those out we got some some cool stuff coming for that got to, three more episodes of mando we got to wrap yep, up yeah three episodes of mando we have to wrap up so so yeah man we're still we're still going to be doing our thing but for for our actual main episodes we're going to probably cut this off until after the new year mm-hmm. and uh you know we'll we'll see you guys then we'll see you guys then But, yeah we won't we won't we'll still be around we're still around we'll still around yeah, we're, we're around. Not gonna some remember.
1: news uh, this is it so uh thank you guys for listening thank you for all the support definitely in regards to our in regards to these news, epi- these news episodes thank you to, for everyone who uh, tuned in who uh watched and all that good stuff so uh so thank you so much and we look forward to bringing you guys some new
0: stuff in the new year definitely all right guys we will catch you on the next one bye